Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Okay, guys, uh, I'm going to try this again. Did this a couple of weeks ago and got some pretty good response. Um, I just got back from the Waffle House, and it was another football Friday for me called the Lugolf Elgin win over Blythewood. I'll give you my thoughts on that, but this is what I'm going to do. I'm just going to run down some of the scores, some stats, and just kind of give you my immediate thoughts on what I see. I've already talked to a couple of coaches. I've talked to uh, some media members, just getting engaged on what they saw, and we're going to try to go through this and give you my thoughts. Again, immediate what I see. I haven't seen all the scores. I know of a couple games, uh, some things that have already jumped out to me that I want to talk about. I guess we'll start with my game um, and get that out of the way. In, you know, in the grand scheme of things, it wasn't a huge game, but Lugolf Elgin beat Blythewood 23-20. to It was the first win in school history for the Demons over Blythewood, and that's kind of a big deal. I mean, Blythewood's only been a school since 2006, but they have uh, played Lugolf Elgin, I think, every year except maybe two or three years in that span. And they've all been blowouts. Uh, every single game that Blythewood has uh, played over Lugolf have been blowouts. And uh, this one was a big victory for LE because not only is it the first win for them in school history over Blythewood, but it punches their ticket into the postseason. <laughs> the Demons, amazingly enough, with only four wins on the year, two of those are in Region 4-5A. So Lugolf Elgin is in the postseason. All right, so uh, good game by the running backs, Tyler Dixon, Jamari Harris, both had over 100 yards rushing, good for them. Demon defense just fought hard. I did see Josh Burrell, who, you know, as as many high school football fans know that follow the game very closely and those listening to this know that he's a kid that is one of the top juniors in the state. He's got 14 Division I offers, including West Virginia, Appalachian State, Arkansas, a um, couple other small schools, some Power 5 Penn States in there. I didn't think much of him. Um, you know, and he didn't do a lot against us. Let me say that. I felt like he's a really good possession receiver, good hands. I mean, he caught pretty much everything that came to him. But he had like seven catches for 40 yards. Um, I think there's something to that. I think there's potential there with him. But they didn't try to utilize him as much. There was a lot of out routes they threw to him, a lot of five-yard outs some crossing patterns. They never tried to go deep to him. Uh, Good-looking player. I mean, 6'2", 220, something like that, Uh, but didn't do a whole lot against us. So I didn't think much of him, but that's more along the lines of the game plan. They they didn't try to use him in the deep passing game. Uh, Josh Strickland, quarterback, a lot of talk has been made about him. I think he's like a small D1, high D2 quarterback, really smart cat, good with the football, Uh, only two interceptions all season. Um, did not have a great game tonight, but again, they, they went for a lot of short patterns. They only went deep twice in the entire game, did Blythewood. Uh, uh, and Blythewood's one of the smallest teams, one of the smaller Blythewood teams I've seen in their, what, 15 years of existence, whatever it is. Uh, normally Blythewood's got big guys on defense and big skill guys and, 
you know, the running backs were on the smaller side. They were quick. Uh, number 28, Brandon Edwards. That's as good of a high school running back as you'll see uh, in the uh, in the state. Uh, fun little running back there. All right, so that that's that game. That game, uh, done talking about that. I want to go through the scores, go through some of my thoughts. I got to go to Camden. Uh, obviously, this being the other team that I cover in Kershaw County. Oh, boy, 51-27. to 27. <laughs> They defeated the Indian Land Warriors. I thought Camden was going to take care of business here. I knew they would. But boy, oh boy, 486 yards rushing for the Bulldogs. They had 262 from Willis Lane, who is one of the top juniors in the state, bar none. Uh, you put all the juniors in the state of South Carolina in high school football, Willis Lane better be in your top five. Um, just, a, just a good kid and a great tailback uh, for Camden. Three touchdowns, 262 for Willis Lane and the Bulldogs. So there's a three-way tie right now in that region. Chester, Fairfield, and Camden. Chester beat up on Fairfield. I think that was a 42-14 to score. Uh, Chester's quarterback returned in this game. Uh, so uh, he uh, uh, apparently played very well to get that win. I haven't seen any stats from that game. I heard that that game got away quickly from Fairfield in the first half. Uh, so a three-way tie there, and talking to the coach, Brian Remph of Camden, former East Carolina product, former Baltimore Raven uh, there, Brian Remph, said that they own the tiebreaker uh, in points. So if everybody wins out the rest of the way, Camden would be your region champion uh, and it coming down to points. All right, so let's hit some scores here. Okay, stuff that kind of jumps out to me. Carolina Forest over West Florence, 63-14. to West Florence started out really strong this year, and... Um, Kind of went on a downturn. Burns all over Hillcrest, 46-23. Uh, good one in overtime, 96 over Silver Bluff, 29-28. But I heard Silver Bluff isn't good this year. Uh, this one jumped out to me. This was kind of a shocker. Uh, Lower Richland beat AC Flora, 32-20. Lower Richland now in the driver's seat to win that region. And this is not a knock on anybody. This is, I mean, this is the truth. Anybody who follows high school football, I don't think anybody would have said... The Lower Richland AC Flora game, uh, week nine, was going to decide that region. Maybe someone has said that, and good for them. They, they would be Nostradamus of high school football. <laughs> but uh, Rodney Barr's done a phenomenal job with the Diamond Hornets, man. And Jamison Gansey's the best player that nobody's talking about. Uh, Chris Deering in the state newspaper sent me the stats. I think the kid had 180 yards passing, 140 yards rushing, three touchdowns. The kids got like 25 total touchdowns on the season, rushing and passing, and nobody's talking about this kid. Uh, Diamond Hornets playing really good football. They're in the driver's seat to win the region. Uh, AC Flora on the downturn. That was their first loss of the year for the Falcons. They've turned it over 11 times in two games. Uh, just not a not a good game for them. Not a good couple of weeks for the Falcons. They lose their first game. All right, uh, Union with an upset over Newberry. I think that's a slight upset um, in the rankings. I'm not sure if it is, but I know Newberry's been playing really good football. Uh, they run the football well. Phil Strickland there at coach and defense. They've been a really good team this year. Uh, Union County's kind of been on the upswing. Um, so Union County with a 28-21 win um, over Newberry. This was a game that jumped out. So you guys know I'm high on Sumter. I'm really big on the Sumter fighting Gamecocks. I saw them in person. Uh, they've got Division One talent all over the field. For you Gamecock fans, 
They got the safety, uh, O'Donnell Fortune. They've got the defensive end they offered. Uh, they got a, a linebacker who's getting looks from SC State. They got a wide receiver uh, that's going to North Carolina. Uh, Tylee Craft, who I just think is phenomenal. He looked like Dagum Terrell Owens against us, against Lou Golf Elgin a couple weeks ago. But what I'm trying to get to is Sumter just got by Spring Valley 30 to 28. And I'll tell you why. The up and comer, he's a sophomore. Remember this podcast. Dequandre Smith, they call him DQ. This kid had four touchdowns, 460 yards, no interceptions. And I said it in my article in Cola Daily. The only way Spring Valley would have a chance is if they found a way to make that a shootout because I like Spring Valley's quarterback over Sumter's quarterback. That's the only uh, downside of Sumter that I saw with my own eyes was that the Sumter quarterback does not match up to the talent they have at every other position. You know, I think if a Sumter goes against the Dutch Fork, Olin Chuck's going to have the edge. I think most playoff matchups... The opposing quarterback is going to have the edge of Sumter's quarterback. And in this particular game, Spring Valley's quarterback was better, but I think Sumter's defense was just too good. They made enough stops when they needed to, and uh, Spring Valley just didn't have enough. So the Fighting Gamecocks stay undefeated. They are your region champions in Region 4-5A. I still think Sumter can give Dutch Fork hell, man. I, I, I think in the playoffs, Sumter can give Dutch Fork a lot of problems. All right, let's go. Let's see. Great Collegiate, 62 to nothing over Eau Claire. I haven't seen this Hunter Helms kid in person, but, I mean, he puts up numbers every week. Hunter Helms going to Holy Cross. Seven touchdown passes tonight for uh, for the Great Collegiate quarterback. Ainer over Lures, 30-24. No surprise there. Lexington all over Chapin, 41-14. to the shame about Lexington, the shame, the, the the unfortunate thing of these Lexington County teams playing well is that they're overshadowed and lost in the shuffle with how good Dutch Fork is. It, you know, Lexington can go 9-1, and one, but it doesn't matter because they're, that one loss is going to be to Dutch Fork and the Silver Foxes win the region. Lexington's a good football team, and they're well coached by Perry Woolbright. Um I think a lot of Perry Wilbright, I think a lot of the way he coaches football, he plays good defense, he always has a good running game. You know, Wilbright hasn't had a great quarterback since he's been at Lexington. He really hasn't had a great wide receiver. But he's had a good stable of backs, he's had a decent offensive line, and he plays good defense, man. He puts those kids in the right spots, and Lexington gets a win. They will be your second seed, I believe, uh, in that region. Let's see, Johnsonville over King Street, Bettsburg Leesville over Fox Creek. Brooklyn Casey, Will Way, uh, that kid's really good. 45-7, to Bearcats over Aiken. Um, big win for them. So Brooklyn Casey and Airport will decide the region next week uh, because Airport beat South Aiken 17-16. to So how about that? Rivalry game to decide it all, to decide first place in the region, BC and Airport. That's pretty cool. Green Sea Floyd's all over Hemingway, 62-7. to uh, Got some skis of scores. Ben Lippin over Porter Gowd. Spartanburg beat the brakes off of Riverside, 62-7. to Spartanburg, I saw, if they win next week, they're in the playoffs. And Spartanburg has had, not had a good year at all. Uh, not a very good year for uh, the Vikings. Fort Dorchester all over Ashley Ridge, 41-14. to um, That's an interesting score. Buford beats Lee Central, 50-40. to not that Buford won, but the amount of points in that game. 
Uh, Lee Central, I always thought, was a pretty good defensive team. Um, okay, this one jumped out. South Point beat Ridgeview tonight 10-3. to This was for the region, and Perry Parks, one of my favorite guys. I love talking football with him, man. He's so good to the media. He's uh, new school. He uses social media to his advantage. Uh, he's a very progressive young coach uh, here in the state of South Carolina. This was his best chance to beat South Point. Uh, he's played South Point the last couple years. He lost by three points last last year, I should say. Lost by three points last year. He's been blown out by him a couple times in this region. But this was his best shot. He had him at home um, at Richland District 2 Stadium. He had everybody back on defense from last year and lost this game 10-3. to Unfortunately, Ridgeview just does not have uh, the talent on offense. they got a good kid in Sincere Scott who's a basketball player, a two-way player, hell of a basketball player. Uh, and he's a hell of a football player. and He gets around the field, a wide receiver, plays a little wildcat, running back, but uh, just not enough on offense for Ridgeview this year. That's a tough one. Ridgeview more than likely will be the two seed and still host a playoff game. Uh, Strom Thurmond blanked Peely in 42 to nothing. I haven't heard much from Strom Thurmond, but man, they're always tough this time of year. Always tough. Uh, Hammond blanked Cardinal Newman 52 to nothing. See if I can't find some Hammond stats. Seems like they put up some big numbers there. Um, oh, this is good to see. Uh, Westwood, uh, wide receiver Christian Horn who's an Appalachian State commit, played his first game of the season tonight, had a touchdown in the win over Lancaster. Um, That's a good player. He was one of my favorite players last week. Um, Or last year, I should say. Christian Horn. See if I see anything else that jumps out to me. Heathwood Hall over Kenny Military, 21-0. There's a fun story about that one that I don't think I'm going to put on the podcast. I just heard a story about that game. Uh, and why that game was played. That was on the Sonic Friday Night Rivals game. Um, I guess Watch Fox didn't realize that there's not one single football player on Kenton Military that's local. They're all outside the state. Uh, Hartsville got a good win over North Myrtle Beach tonight. You know, I I think we've talked about the Hartsville team on the podcast. Hartsville is down this year. Jeff Calabrese has been telling uh, media and some coaches that it's, you know... uh, one of the least talented teams he's had in 10 years. I mean, you know, Hartsville's always stacked and loaded, but he had some transfers uh, go to IMG Academy. Uh, but that's a good win for Hartsville, beating North Myrtle Beach. Uh, Abbeville, Oliver Saluda, 48-20. Abbeville's so damn good. I mean, geez, OP. Abbeville's loaded. I, I get to call the 2A state championship game in football for the NFHS Network, and I can't wait to see those guys because I, I, I know they're going to be there. Abbeville's going to be in the state championship. Um, another upset, White Knoll over River Bluff, 14-10. White Knoll's playing without their best player, Avion Smith. Uh, they held Braden Walker in check. I think Braden Walker is one of the best running backs in the state. Um, First Baptist over Augusta Christian. Eh. Goose Creek over James Island. Trying to see if anything jumps out to me. Is Clover still undefeated? I think they are. Clover beat Catawba Ridge 63-14. And I know Catawba Ridge isn't that great. But Clover having a hell of a season right now. West side over Greenwood, 26-9. Uh, Lamar beat up on Great Falls, 55-18. to I actually had someone at that game that was telling me about it. Uh, said poor Great Falls only had about 22 kids on the sideline, 20, 25 kids. And uh, 
<coughs> just didn't look too good tonight for the Red Devils. Uh, here's an upset. Crestwood over Orangeburg-Wilkinson, 20-10. You know, I think OW they put all their chips on the table against Flora last week and lost. Um, in Crestwood, I mean, they always get athletes. They can sneak up on you. Lawrence over T.L. Hannah. I think that might be a slight upset. Uh, Woodruff over Mid-Carolina. Mm, Gaffney beats Bowling Springs. Let's see here. Just, again, just going down the scores and seeing what jumps out to me. North Augusta blanks Midland Valley. No surprise there. St. James over Conway, 10-7. to I wonder if that's a slight upset. Pendleton over Liberty. Broom over Carolina Academy. Greenville blanks Berea. Travelers rest over Blue Ridge. That sounds like a good game. Travelers rest beat Blue Ridge, 35-28. That sounds like a real good game. Uh, this was back on Thursday uh, in the Palmetto Preps, guys. Uh, I think Chris Clark and Wes Mitchell went to that game. Myrtle Beach and Wilson. Wilson normally plays pretty good defense. They're known for their defense, Wilson. When Wilson's good, chances are they play good defense. And Wilson's good this year. But, man, Luke Doty, the Gamecock commit. I saw some highlights of that game on Palmetto Preps, uh, the website, and, uh, boy, he looked good. Luke Doty's special, man. And Myrtle Beach actually trailed in that game at halftime uh, and came back and won. Let's see, anything else that jumps out? East side of a Greer by a touchdown. East side's having a good year. Seneca over Crescent. Powdersville beats West Oak. And that's about it. Yeah, I, I, yeah, that's about it. So that was week nine of the high school football season. Um, and it was a week where we had the North-South All-Star selections announced. Um, I'm sure people can argue about snubs and all that. I, you know, I think the North-South is a lot better than the Shrine Bowl in the sense that I think North-South, they have more fun. It's more laid back. There's not as, not as much pressure to win. I think the coaches seem to get along a lot better. Um, and it's a, just a different vibe. Just a different vibe overall. Absolute honor to be named to either one, of course. Um... <clears throat> but it is what it is. I think that's it. Going through the score, see if I see anything else that jumped out. I'm going to check out Lou Bajak's Twitter feed, see if he's got any stats that I might have missed. It looks like Bajak did the um, Bridgeview game. Yep, that's about all I see. Okay. All right, guys, well, that's it. Um, thanks for listening. I just wanted to give you my thoughts on the games. Um uh, what I saw tonight and what I think. Uh, week 10 is going to be fun. A lot of playoff implications on the line, as we all know. Uh, and I hope your teams are doing well. Uh, Lugolf Elgin has the rare bye week. So I'm going to head up to Bone Town and do a North Central football game on the radio. So North Central and Buford. North Central's got a win to get into the postseason. So uh, maybe yours truly can be a good luck charm to the Knights of North Central. Um, you can hear that game on 102.7. Camden plays Keenan. A um, couple of good games in the Midlands for the uh, playoff implications. Around the upstate, there's some big games there. But, uh, yeah, hope your teams are doing well, and I uh, hope you guys have a great weekend. High school football in the books. This is Tyler Cup for Palmetto Preps. 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.